Helen Stevenson, you are the founder and CEO of the Reformulary Group. Thank you for being here. Thank you very much for having me. Well, we are catching you on Thursday, uh, even though it's going to be running on Friday, and you guys have already had a big day at the Reformulary Group. You've launched something called the Cannabis Standard Index. Let's talk about that first, and then we'll sort of talk about who you guys are and what you guys do in addition to this. Sure, be happy to. Um, so yes, we, we launched the Cannabis Standard Index, which is part of our sort of larger Cannabis Standard Index ecosystem, rather. And really what it was is we found, or it was highlighted to us that um, like our, our sort of background is in the prescription drug space where we know what drugs can be substituted for another one, for instance, and yet in the cannabis space and specifically medical cannabis, that that really didn't exist. There are a lot of different strains out there and you can even have the same strain in Kush, for instance, and it has a dramatically different composition depending on which licensed producer is, is producing it. And so really from, I'd say from patients, but also from physicians who we work with, there was a real, uh, and also actually a survey that we did among Canadians, a real need it seemed with respect to creating an index. So all sorts of different, um, let's say categories of information that we could then collect that information on each individual strain and categorize it so that it's much clearer for people to look up and be able to compare products. And this is uh, just from having lots of conversations with medical cannabis patients, doctors, practitioners, this is really a key gap, right? For, especially for doctors to say, you know, I don't, I don't know, I, I can't talk to a patient about what they should be taking if I don't know what I'm talking about, or every time I talk about it, it is actually different, right? I can't say pink kush because it, it needs to be much more specific than that, period. You're, you're right. And it really surfaced, I'd say, too, when there have been a lot of product shortages. I mean, when right, the medical cannabis started growing, it was probably less of an issue. But then all of a sudden, there were a lot of product shortages. And if someone, a patient, has been taking this product, product new strain, for a long time, and then all of a sudden, product is gone, how do they know, you know, what to take as a substitute? So, so we did really engage or respond to that need from patients, but also physicians, you're absolutely right. And it also really, the way we designed it is very much the way, you know, our physicians guided us in terms of how they sit down with a patient and chew the product. You know, how do you want to consume it? Do you want to ingested via oils or do you want to inhale it or topical etc and then work from there and so from that you can write a user can actually go through and um, sort that way but then also again be able to compare products by similar right, similar composition and, and how so let's let's do a little bit of a deep dive into what the reformulator group is and talk about sort of how the a focus on medical cannabis came to be talk about what you do because you mentioned it a little bit earlier but talk about what Reformula Group is? Sure, I'd be happy to. Yeah. So just a, a little bit of background. So I founded the company about nine years ago. And prior to that, had spent five years in the Ontario government. Um, I'll say doing big reforms, but then actually as the executive officer, so essentially the CEO and assistant deputy minister and managed that big Ontario drug benefit program, which is a prescription drug program for Ontarians. Um, the government spends about close to $5 billion a year on drugs. And so that's really what I managed. And when I left government, I was really, I set up Reformulary Group because I believed there was an opportunity among employer funded plans. So what we refer to more as the private sector 
um, to create a big drug list or formulary that was built based on evidence. So whereas before it was just kind of everything was on it, which for some people, they may think that's a good thing. But in our view, we, we know very clearly that some drugs work better, some drugs don't work as well, some drugs work the same and cost more, et cetera. And so for plans, there was a real opportunity to build in that evidence. So that was really the, um, that's what I, when I founded the company, we focused on, we built that formulary. It's still a very, um, that's still really a very large part of our business today. And so through that and through the customers, right, which are really employers across the country, um, advisors that advise employers, et cetera, insurance companies, um, because we're this independent group of experts, we started to be asked very regularly, what should we do about medical cannabis? Our employees are asking us, you know, it really was sort of a big, um, for employers, they didn't know much, they were hearing more, they knew about the rec market, right, and legalization kind of really heightened this. And so we thought about what we do well, but we review evidence and we package it up in an accessible way for Canadians. And so that's really what inspired us to build Cannabis Standard is we would bring together a group of medical experts, review what evidence is available, very important in the cannabis space because it's not as, there's not enough, as much evidence as there is related to drugs and then build, a, 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 it's a formulary, it's not quite like a drug formulary, but we still call it a formulary. So that was really how we, how we got here. And then through, through that journey started to see that there were opportunities such as the index, for instance, to bring even more clarity around, you know, how do you compare products, et cetera. So that's fascinating. Uh, and, and I want to think about or ask you about, like, what are those things you are that, that feed into the index? So when you're measuring one product or against another, like, what are the different components that you're actually thinking about looking at and, and talking about? Yeah, so when we first built the, uh, the, the index and we worked with, um, actually he's a geneticist that was a scientist um, in the medical cannabis space and then a couple of other people and brought them together and sort of really then looked at, so what should we start to, what information is actually relevant and important? And we did that and, you know, even sort of have our vision for, for sort of, you know, let next year already where we're headed. But what we did is then created a structure where we looked at, you know, what is the source of the product? Is it plant-based? I mean, we're going to start to see synthetics, for, you know, products, et cetera. So understanding the plant, so the source, for instance, plant, is it an extract, for instance, if it is an extract, so an oil is an extract, you know, how, how is it produced? And then looking at things like THC composition, CBD composition, comp um, composition but then also looking at the minor cannabinoids too. Now, right now, um, if someone went into the index, they'll see there's lots of licensed producers that don't, that probably don't capture that data formally, although no doubt they have that data sort of somewhere. Um, but that's something that we, under, we know that is becoming more and more important. It's not just about THC and CBD. And so that's part of it, terpenes, for instance, things like ratios of, of THC to CBD, because that's what's important as you consider, for instance, dosing certain products for certain symptoms. It's really interesting because you, you mentioned um, employers were feeling it from their employees that they wanted medical cannabis covered mm -hmm. or they were talking about it a lot. And I think uh, it, it's patients, practitioners uh, now uh, putting pressure back on the industry to say, we want to know these things. Like we want to know, of course, THC and CBD, but we also want to know 
you know, ex extraction methods. We want to know how things are produced. Mm -hmm. We want to know the, the minor cannabinoids as well, because this is what we believe is working and we want to know it. And as you're saying, it's putting pressure back on the cannabis industry, right? It, to actually say you're tracking it, let, let patients know, let practitioners know so they can make informed decisions about what and how they use it. Yeah, absolutely. And just to sort of relate that back to, to the, um, to the prescription drug space, like we know that that in the drug space is all, let's say documented in what's called a product monograph, which right. is sort of what's required for our, for the regulators for Health Canada. And so that information that we have, and so in cannabis and cannabis is, a, it is, you know, for the most part being a plant-based so we're not, we're not going to have the same level of information and certainly not from day one. And it's also, again, just a bit different source, but there is a lot more information that we can have and that's what we are now capturing and then intend to keep adding on. It's, it's interesting because a similar thing, uh, certainly from the connoisseur side of recreational cannabis users who buy it recreationally, um, they're looking not, not for these exact same things, but they are looking for more data about the product that they are buying. Right. They're looking yeah. about, you know, they want, I mean, in some cases, they want to know the grower. That's one thing. But they also want to know, like, the whole profile of the plant that you're growing and what's in it, because that makes a difference of, of how you consume it, why you consume it, the effect that it's going to have on you individually. And, and the, I mean, I think it's coming from both ways that, that, that consumers and patients are pushing back on industry to say, tell us what you know. Yeah. Yes. yes, exactly. That's right. And I mean, our, if I might just sort of give a, a Preview. You know what our vision too is that we've also in cannabis standard that we launched today we we've incorporated and it has been part of cannabis standard since day one. But you know some of what is really I think where we have a real opportunity in the, especially in the medical cannabis space is patients that are you know very, very proactive about tracking their health and tracking the impact of medical cannabis. So what we did you know some of the challenges that have existed there is that. The data that has been in the past collected has not always been reliable because it's, you know, either the questions that have been asked, for instance, or the way the data has been collected. But what we did is we actually um, went out and sort of licensed a tool that was developed by the World Health Organization. Um, it's in 20 languages. It was developed in 15 centers around the world, used by hundreds of thousands of people, and is a reliable tool that we know that when people answer their questions and get their results, that it is reliable and also it is standardized. And what that means is that we can now compare. So we know that if this person, you know, had this improvement and this person had that, that these are comparable, right? It's the data is standardized. So we can compare that because they've used the same, you know, answered the same questions, for instance, in order to get there. And so that's where we're headed is being able to, to the extent, right, we know the products people are taking to be able to now start to capture that data on people's quality of life, specific to quality of life, and build that into, that into the index too. So that you know now that X, you know, 25% of the people that took this reported that. Now, again, everyone is different. It's still, we think that's a very, very important piece to, to include. Yeah, it really is. And and it, and it's it strikes me that um, the infrastructure on medical cannabis is becoming more robust, um, based on all the factors we talked about, you know, employers and patients and doctors and the system overall, and the sort of just growing up of an industry and being able to provide this information, and 
I mean, I guess sort of projecting ahead and you've worked in the space for some time, like, do you think uh, medical cannabis will get to a space that is widely, re widely received, widely respected, widely used, and widely sort of practiced? Or, or will it always be sort of a thing that patients seek out and they seek out doctors to ha actually help them find it? I, th I mean, I think the, the views on it have changed quite significantly over the last few years. So I do think, um, I mean, we do have some already. We, we have a couple of DINs, right, for medical cannabis, um, you know, Sativex, Epidiol, for instance. And so I do think we'll get there, but part of that journey will be, will again, being able to standardize, being able to understand what's the composition. So more and more as licensed producers are able to provide that information, I think will be very powerful. And I also think there is, um, you know, as it relates to the use of medical cannabis vis-a-vis -vis drugs, there's certainly, we know there's an, I mean, there's a very distinct opportunity as it relates to certain symptoms where, you know, there has been good success. So from the trials, for instance, and, and outcomes that have come from there. And I think that's going to start to be recognized more and more. I'm, I'm not sure, and I'm, I'm not a medical doctor, but I'm not sure cannabis will, will you know, start to be used as the first choice treatment. I think we'll always use certain drugs just because we have, you know, we know how they work. We've got really good data, but certainly as either a second or third choice, so second line or third line, that's where I think it will become much more, you know, standard and employers will start to get more comfortable. Yeah. Well, Helen Stevenson, the founder and CEO of the Reformulary Group, thank you for joining us. Congratulations on the launch of the thank Cannabis you. Standard Index. I know it could not have been an easy lift. Uh, understanding whatever happens that touches the cannabis sector is never an easy lift. So congratulations on the launch, and we look forward to connecting with you down the road. Great. Thanks so much, Jay. Great. Have Thanks, a good day and good luck next week. Oh, thank you very much. Thank Thanks. you. Okay. Bye-bye.